it's a, it's a job. It's yeah, a job. Yeah, so, yeah. So part of that, part of the job is also kind of um, like, I guess not freaking out. Even though as a kid, you're the kid inside, you're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can't you can't you can't be that way like yeah like, yeah so and i'm sure they don't they don't want to hire inside. somebody who's like the ultimate fanboy even though they know the skills or whatever but uh, here's the thing though it's impossible yeah. you're, you're we're all fanboys and girls we're all fans yeah. you know because we like to see like like good art Today on the show, we are joined with filmmaker and VFX master, Kenneth Louie. Kenneth has done visual effects for some of the biggest titles in history, many notable ones from Marvel Studios that include everything from Doctor Strange, Civil War, Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, etc, etc. And around all that, Kenneth makes films of his own. And it may be something unexpected from a resume like that. His latest title, Artist in Agony, which comes out on digital platforms on July 21st, is an absolute hilarious and wild mockumentary that follows a bunch of assassins that are kind of tied up in the same situation. And I just loved it so much, it reminded me of a Trailer Park Boys or a Spinal Tap type of experience, while also ruthlessly poking fun at celebrity culture. And I totally recommend checking this out. And in this talk, it was so fun to talk to Kenneth about a variety of different styles of filmmaking, obviously from him working on the biggest films imaginable to funding your own projects and working with what you got. And at the end of this talk, Kenneth leaves us with some inspiring words that is just absolute gold for anybody out there trying to make their dreams come to life. But with that all being said, We're gonna jump right into this. We pick up our talk in the middle of some candid conversation prior to the interview, where we were just casually talking about our internal self-doubt and sometimes doubt from other people and almost that built up FU energy you have inside to prove everybody wrong. (laughs) So here we go. One of my favorite things that, uh, well, a couple things what you just said, like one, I'm reminded of James Cameron. He he also had like a dad that wanted him to get into engineering, which mm-hmm. totally rings true to me because that's the same story I had. And then <laughs> that his dad was sharpening his knives in case he failed. So he had that kind of drive. And I'm like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. The other thing that also came to mind was um, something that um, Guillermo said too. He's like, uh, you can't, you, it's weird. You have to, I'm paraphrasing, but you have to be two things. You have to be tough as nails, but you also have to be soft and, and open like a membrane to ideas and stuff like that. And that no filmmaker is a weak person. It's impossible mm. to do film and be a weak person. So anytime you see someone doing film, that person has to do two things. They have to be tough as nails, but then they also have to be, as an artist, I guess, creative. They have to be open and, 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 uh, uh, and it's totally true. It's like uh, I, I kind of for me, like the joke is that when you're at least at this level, when you're writing and directing, it's like, like, what do you do? It's like I do everything and I do nothing at the same time. It's like <laughs> yeah. I don't like, you know, what I, mean? I don't act it. I don't shoot it, although I do shoot it uh, yeah. in, in my case a lot. But you, you know what I mean? It makes sense. Like I do everything, but then I don't do anything, really. I just I just make sure it's going right, mm-hmm. which is funny. Your first question was what so yeah what's your first question yeah just like uh kind of just seeing your whole resume of uh like your history of uh of effects work too and everything if 
all that laid out and then watching your film it turned into like something uh i didn't expect it was uh just a total awesome art piece and almost the opposite of a marvel or a dc film in a way too and i just want to know was this just some type of escape from like uh a lot of your work or where did the inspiration come from for this movie well okay the I just got sick of not shooting, if that makes any sense. Okay. Yeah. And so when you're just sick of, because I was doing a lot of writing, so I'm mm -hmm. writing a lot. And when you when you write, especially in the spec world, you can just let your imagination go wild, like you know the 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 army takes the fort, like kind of thing. Like oh, I can I can write. And then after a few good meetings and what have you, I just kind of uh, got tired of the stagnation of just writing and taking meetings. And I just wanted to shoot and look for the shorthand kind of like a painter, like, okay, if no one's going to commission me to do a mural, then how about I do something as epic as I can on my own with my own steam in a sketchbook, let's say, or just writing, like drawing on my own. So uh, I was, fortunately, when I embarked on this, I was right on the cusp of things going digital. And so, and more and more content being seen on phones. So when, when you have that, the resolution wars are kind of over, you know? Mm -hmm. So when, when the cameras are getting better, and cheaper and 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 you know more resolution and people are kind of expectations are kind of calibrated differently because of societal changes or whatever uh to answer your question i just made do with what i had because i was tired of not cooking so to speak i was all right well, what do i got Ooh. i got i got i got all these actors that i have worked with in one of my short films and so uh it all kicked off when i was consoling a buddy of mine who was getting over a breakup he was getting out of an eight-year relationship and me and my wife were consoling him and he just turned to me and said you know what i would love to be in a film project where i get to uh run down the street and shoot at some bad guys can you make that happen <laughs> and then and i'm like i could totally make that happen dude just <laughs> hell yeah and, and for some reason the vision in my head of my buddy dave who plays scorpio eventually in the show he's scorpio so dave the the, the just the idea of dave running down the street uh, shooting after bad guys just i saw it handheld i just saw it clear as day and then that dovetailed to another bucket list of mine, which was to always do, I've always wanted to do like a, what we do in the shadows kind of uh, improvise uh, uh, spinal tap kind of thing, mm. right? And yeah. so I tried to do, I did this uh, experiment with my uh, actors that I worked with on my shorts. And just, I just told, I'm going to shoot an interview. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it is. And that turned out to be kind of an audition of sorts. Because once I saw my actors kind of, pretending to be assassins but very blasé about it i was like ah this is the movie i think this is it so mm -hmm. it, it just came from a need to create something and it just and the idea got good to me because when the actors started turning in these wonderful performances these wonderfully sardonic sarcastic dry humor kind of monty python-esque uh, uh performances i had no choice i had to like okay let me stick all these together and see if i can create an arc and and kind of create a a, a a a bigger piece out of it and that's what happened so it took years to do because we're doing it on our you know spare time <laughs> like following style when chris nolan talks about how we made following oh we did it on weekends and we did that's exactly how it is and just seeing how like schedules would line up or where they wouldn't line up or if they didn't line up we would kill them off and that kind of thing so <laughs> that's uh, awesome <laughs> yeah that's so cool too even uh what's very popular uh, where i live in canada is the series uh trailer park boys and it uh -huh. kind of reminded me like the style of like the documentary team following them around like a trailer park boys but with 
people murdering each other and assassins and what still has that extreme like sense of humor and just i felt like that's what what really shined to me like i I'm even really wrote down yeah yeah i'm excited because like when when i i like that when people have zero expectations i miss that like kind of experience in in movies where like uh like raiders was like that like oh my dad just took me to some random movie about a guy in a hat no 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 it's raiders of the lost ark and i'm blown away yeah, uh same yeah. thing with like uh clerks I just mm-hmm. I just rent it. You pop it in, and you're like, oh wow! It's like this whole, it's it's a whole buffet that they created for you. you know, Definitely, so. yeah. Even in the intro, I wrote down like a little like uh, thing the narrator said because it hooked me immediately. I think it's like one minute in the film, but it's like since the dawn of mankind, there's been annoying people and the the urge to kill those people and like right away i'm like yeah this is a this is a sean type of movie i'm like let's go let's see Love I, it. I had, I, again it was like i had no expectation didn't know where it was going but that was like such like a funny hook and i also love how like that narration was kind of like somebody you'd see on like the e channel or something talking about like a hollywood story but he's just explaining all these like people who normalize murder <laughs> absolutely you know it's yeah. funny i i was because I, I, I definitely wanted to poke fun at documentaries itself so yeah. i thought the voice a jokey narration voice would be a good way to to do that for a while it was a i was playing with a werner herzog kind of uh idea and then lucian mercy like i was doing it myself yeah. just as a filler <laughs> just to see you know, and then the assassins went with the killers and I, I did my own version of it just to see if it was a, and then funny enough i ran into a buddy of mine uh who uh, was british i'm like oh i'll go that way angel mercy and then go up and down and then go down yeah. like this it's just so I, pretentious that was funny <laughs> yes, that was good. the joke i'm so glad to hear you say that because that's just that <laughs> That's that was the joke. I wanted to I wanted people from the start, like you got to let people know that you're joking. You're joke. This is, you know, so that's why the first mm-hmm. title card is just kind of like, relax. This is a joke. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it had to be fun just kind of almost creating this world of like people who they're just all quirky, but also like murder is just a regular thing in life it's, it's just like if you don't like somebody they're just like immediately pulling out a gun okay bye boom type, type well that's the, that that to, that to me was kind of the joke too is that yeah. the 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 fantasy but then also like the fantasy of, yeah oh having this kind of power this lethal power but also demonstrating that whenever i show a normal person in this world they're just freaked out because that's what the norm that's that's what that's how you should be you know, mm-hmm. So it's kind of a funny thing when I lure you into this world and then every now and then remind you like, no, no, they're monsters. They're they're yeah. they're they're messed up people. Yeah. And totally interesting, too, because like it's like the murderers kind of become the celebrities of this world. And also I find like um every time I watch like a true crime documentary, too, there's a part of truth to that, too, where like some crazy like killer will be like locked up in jail and be start getting fan mail and like followers and like people like wanting to date them <laughs> it's like it's crazy it's like yeah, that's, that's there's that a was bit one of the, reality to that absolutely that's one of the that's one of the reasons why i love this container in this universe because i could poke fun at anything i wanted i could poke fun at including fandom i wanted to poke mm-hmm. fun at how people want to be down with a tribe so bad um so that that to me was funny too or at least just just to satirize and kind of poke fun at i thought it'd be fun 
Yeah, it's so true. And it's so cool. Once it uh, gets released, uh, we're definitely going to share the shit out of it because, yeah, it's just a fun time, you know, <laughs> like people. Should I watch really appreciate I really love it. I, I love the, people who get it really seem to get it. So that's just like, wow, I've been waiting years to have these conversations. Yeah, I was just watching it. It was it's something fun to just shut off your brain and smile and like have it like just let it take you on the ride and everything, too. And uh, I kind of like want to talk to you a little bit about uh your career working with like the Marvels in the DC, if you don't mind, but uh, just, I know like I, a lot I, of like creators, like listen to these segments too. And that's kind of some people's dream jobs for people who like are learning how to work with effects and stuff. And sure. I, I kind of want to know, like, what's a day, like say, like just working with Marvel, like, do you go in and there's like, here's Dr. Strange. We need a portal and we need all this fucking crazy shit. That's around so him. funny. Like, does it, is, is that like your work experience going in there? Or is it like a, like a little different thing? Well, it is what, and it isn't. And I hate, I hate to, to, to like, what's the word, I guess, just disappoint. I, yeah, I hate, yeah. I, yeah. Cause it's not, I mean, it, it is, it is a little bit of that, but when you're professional, First mm -hmm. off, as a fan, you can't really freak out about all the things that you're seeing. You just got to play it cool. So that's mm -hmm. one. But really, you're just uh, it's such an honor when you look at the property and you're looking at IPs that you've always wanted to see come to life. Like there is a reverence that happens um, apart from the professionalism. Obviously, whatever you put in front of me, I'm going to do my best as an artist and as professional. Uh, but it's really kind of very factory. Like you, you, you clock in, <laughs> you, you show your badge, make sure, you know, to show that your clearance, you're cleared to be there and all that. And then you log in and then you just kind of do your work. So it, it's kind of, it, it's not as uh, uh glamour or I don't know what the word is, sexy, whatever. It's not like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's not like you get to meet the Hulk and you get to say hi to Robert Downey Jr. No, it's not like that at all. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's very much clock in and you do your work and you just make sure it's, it's done well and it's tight and it and to the wire a lot of times too because like mm -hmm. just oh okay can you spend a little bit more time on this show and a lot of times it's like oh they blame the artist like how come they made it look like that or how come it's not so good it's like because that's all the time was allotted sometimes mm. it's not it's not because we didn't want it's not like we want it to look you know not like un, you know, a little undercooked but sometimes they just take it off your hands because they have a release date or whatever so to answer your question uh, a little bit of both, but it's also very much as a professional environment and as a professional, you, you're not allowed to freak out. You just go, oh, yeah. you just look at the plate and you go, oh, that would have been nice to see in the theater. So that's a little spoiled now, but okay, here we go. And then you get to work. Yeah, because I'm sure there's uh, some moments where you're like, oh, man, like that's uh, that's crazy. People are going to freak out when they see this. But I can't even imagine the NDA you guys have because it's rare like these huge films get leaked and there's like a thousand people working on it. Like you could yeah. watch the the ending credits. They go on for like a half hour. Well, because no one's yeah. no one's career is worth one little leak or one. Mm -hmm. It's not worth. It's uh, that's why it's like oh, it, it, it's funny. Like on one hand, you're like, what's with all the security? I'm I'm I know how to keep a promise. But then you, again, you you hear about the leaks, and you're like, okay, well, you're just you make sure you're not that person, and you're an honorable person. And then when you see the credits, like look. A, a bunch of honorable people because that's part of the job too part of professionalism it's a small world so it's like if mm -hmm. you don't want to be known as someone who violates the nda so you're you know that's part that's part of the job this is part of it mm -hmm. 
And um, is there anything in mind, like, because uh, you've, you've, it seems like you've done like a little bit of everything, like from the Doctor Strange's, the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxies, the Iron Man. Is there any like little scene that's maybe you made that's one of your favorites or even the most challenging to do? Ah, I don't or know is if it I can just talk so about... much? <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, there's a, because like I said, you don't get to be precious when you're professional. I hate that. Yeah. This this sounds so. I don't want to sound boring. I'm trying not to sound boring. Yeah, it's okay. This is kind of kind like of the a boring answer. Yeah. It, no, it's. <laughs> you know how like when you're super like when you're when you're professional, you, there's a certain detachment to it. Yeah, yeah. That's part of professionalism. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's like was dedicated but detached. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. So so you so you. Uh, so you do a you do the best job you can under you get paid to do the best job you can under such circumstances, um, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, in the end, the you are you're a machine. So it's it's you, you you're only as passionate as you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I you know I, I I don't know if I'm making any sense, but just uh, it's a it's a job. It's yeah, a job. yeah, so, yeah. So part of that part of the job is also kind of. Um, like I guess not freaking out, even though as a kid, you're the kid inside. You're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can't, you can't, you can't be that way. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So and I'm sure they don't, they don't want to hire inside. somebody who's like the ultimate fanboy, even though they know the skills or whatever. But to... here's the thing, though, it's impossible. Yeah. You're, you, we're all fanboys and girls. We're all fans, yeah. you know, because we like to see like, like good art. You know, and we want to see you know anything, anything you want to see done well, even a little commercial. You you just mm-hmm. I've had commercials where it's like, wow, look at that. It's like, and it goes by so quick. You, yeah, like ten ten. It's funny how ten seconds goes, or not even a sec. Like a, you worked on it for ten months and it's a second. But you know, that's just again, that's that's the name of the game. So yeah. But uh, all the respect to you, like it does sound like a grueling job, and uh, but at the same time, this is kind of like the leading films of the industry right now. So I hope uh, every so often you can take a step back and breathe and be like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm proud to be part of history in a way. Oh no, I am. I am. There's, there's certain shots where I'm like, Oh wow. I was part of that, you know? And I'm like, Oh, that's an iconic shot, you know? So, (laughs) yeah, that's really cool. Actually, uh, my last interview, I talked to a Disney animator. His name's uh, Andreas Deja and he uh, he worked on everything from like Lion King, Beauty and the Beast and stuff like that. And kind of how his job was like he was like one of the lead animators. But I didn't know this about layers of their type of work, especially in the 90s with the 2D animation. They would all get given a character and almost be like treated as they're like the actor. So, for example, in Lion King, he his whole lead was Scar. He'd do everything just draw a scar and then somebody else will fill in like Mufasa on the cliff. And it's just, they all got the same style. Is that kind of like a, a little thing that goes on with Marvel as well? Is, is, are they like, okay, Kenneth, you're going to be the Spider-Man and just work no, on Spider-Man or not, is it random? Not, I mean, not quite. I feel yeah. like at least uh, for us, it's very much all hands on deck. So okay. it's yeah. not so much that you're assigned a character. It's just like who does what the best. And who can do it now? Quick. So it's like, yeah. oh, so-and-so is better at compositing. So-and-so is better at lighting. So-and-so is better at roto. So-and-so is better at 3D. You know, so it's mm-hmm. just, it all depends. 
uh, you, you, it's kind of funny. It's, it's basically like a whole team of people working on a car up until the last second. And then just, okay, what's the, what's looser. And so everyone kind of goes on that part of the car and then work on that part of the car. Oh, and then we get notes and then we're, oh, okay. So what part of the car? So I, it's a team effort. There's no, oh, I only work on, it's no, yeah, yeah. oh, he's, he's Captain America. And he's, he's yeah, it's yeah. not like it's that. Not it's like, not like it's that. It's just random who all hands like pretty much. Yeah. That's... Well, cause it's so, it, there's so much you can do. Like, as opposed to say like in TV animation, as you mentioned, it's very much like planned. And once it's there, it's kind of there. Whereas mm -hmm. like in VFX, you can change up. A, there's a lot of toggles. Like you can change up a lot. You can make it smokier or bloodier or darker. Or there, there's so much uh, latitude that uh, you can pretty. Yeah. If there's enough time and 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 uh, and equity, then manpower, so to speak, then you can you can pretty much make anything happen. But so yeah, that's... super interesting to me too because it sounds like there's a lot of parallels also to uh, the video game industry. Almost to go back to what you said where. Uh, the time base and sometimes it's just like they want to continue working on it but there's this hard deadline by whoever made the marketing or whatever and it's like okay you, i gotta step away and even talking to some uh songwriters too they they say there's the song's never done you just gotta walk away because you can always just keep tweaking and everything oh yeah and i see yeah. stuff too that's already up on the screen i'm like ah if only we could have made, you know, <laughs> made yeah. some changes here or there like that. But again, maybe the regular person won't even see that, see yeah. what we're seeing. So that, which is also the irony too, is like, you kind of not supposed to be seen. It, mm -hmm. You're not supposed to think it's an effect. You're supposed to think it's real. So that's the other kind of, you know, I remember way back, I showed my mom something and she's like, oh, when am I going to see it? Like, you saw it, it was there. Oh, I just thought it was real. Like, okay, well, that's the point. So, oh, amazing, amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that's so cool. And also, like, uh, just like in your personal life, like even hearing about artists in agony, like you kind of doing this around your your work and putting this together. I I feel like that's just so amazing. And even like the souls of like a creative person, I feel like it's important to find that and just chip away at stuff like that. But uh, do you have any other films in mind, like a personal like projects or? anything like that in what sense in like, and are, are, are you are you thinking of making a second film now or oh yeah i mean right so uh, now now <laughs> so funny enough so finished artisan agony and now it's gonna be on uh streaming to be july mm -hmm. 21st so at this point now i'm just writing uh i'm i'm just concocting the next movie i got a so i got a sci-fi comedy kind of like a truckers in space kind of thing and then <laughs> cool. i have a uh and then i have like a horror a horror idea that got good to me uh, amazing so so yeah so i'm just i'm writing right now so funny like because so i started writing and i started shooting agony because i was sick of just you know not shooting and then now i'm writing again so i came full circle that's awesome that's awesome i mean and i'm uh, i'm totally excited to see uh these next projects as well i know they're like at the beginning stages but i just really loved like just the humor and the vibe of uh artists in agony it's it's pretty yeah, it cool was, yeah i honestly it was a rare opportunity i saw a rare opportunity to do something weird and and funky so and so yeah. i thought okay what else when else am i ever going to get a chance to do this because i know no studio would I, I was not confident that a studio would back this up so i was like all right i just got to make it and just kind of make it like as if no one's looking and mm -hmm. so you know get and get just get the jokes just go there and and yeah. see see what uh shook out and just 
uh, to their credit, my actors were so good. It's funny to see each actor kind of get like get the joke and then do their own version of the joke. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, that, was a, it, that was a fascinating ride, too. Yeah, it just seemed like it was like not only cathartic for you, but even the actors. It's just everybody's just letting loose and embracing the chaos, you know? And yeah, I fucking embracing love the that. chaos. That's a great, yeah, that's exactly like, yeah, exactly. Embracing the chaos is pretty much the, the philosophy of the whole film. <laughs> that's so cool. Embracing chaos. Yeah, I noticed we're going a bit over time than I, I was told with you. I, I really appreciate you uh, spending the time with me. But uh, just for like a final question, a lot of uh, different creatives and even aspiring filmmakers, they listen to these segments that okay. I do. And um, I was just wondering if you got any like general advice for somebody uh, pursuing their dream in the, the film industry. Okay, I got it. You want to hear it? Yeah. It's not sexy, though. It's not it's sexy. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay. Uh, Practice being unstoppable. I know Mm. that may sound trite, but if you if you practice it, you'll know what I'm saying. Here's what it is. If you just start, just start starting, if that makes any sense. Okay. Mm. And practice being unstoppable. What do I mean? Okay. If you, uh, let's say need a camera, borrow one, use your phone. uh, Just Forget about your expectations and just embrace what you have and start painting. Like just start cooking. If all you got is garlic and onion, then go with it. Like, so that's what I did. I just got sick and tired of waiting and just started. If I were to start right now, everyone has a phone and everyone has a goofy friend they loved hanging out with. Shoot them, write something and shoot it and then cut it. Oh, I don't have an edit. There's free stuff and or find someone that knows or knows how to do it already and then get that friend because everyone I, what i do is my secret weapon is i ask for people's uh friendship so i ask for their dreams i go you know hey i, I would say to you sean what is it you always want to do you know what, kenny i've always wanted to x right or i always wanted to be an announcer in a thing or i've always wanted mm-hmm. to play a killer or i always wanted to play a zombie just whatever it is and i remember that and that's my payment i will pay you your wish if you want to be a zombie in a show, all right, I have that in my mind. Sean wants to be a zombie. And a lot of times I will get great results because it's a it's something you've always wanted to do. So even though you may not think of yourself an actor, guess what? When I call action and you've always wanted to play a zombie, I bet you you'll be such an actor. And you'll be you'll do it <laughs> yeah. so good. So practice oh, uh, not being able to be stopped. If an actor you like uh, says no, okay, move on to another actor. And just change your idea of what it would be, because it's more important to cultivate the filmmaker than the film, if that makes any sense. It's like, no, just all right, get it out of your head of what it is and just embrace what it's going to be, which is practice. It's going to be practice. Mm -hmm. And if you can maybe later on stick it on another idea, okay, do that. But for now, it's more important to to practice, because I tell you, it you can use FOMO against people who tell you no. If they said, oh. If they say no to you, then keep going, and then you're going to show them what they could have been a part of. I don't know if that sounds uh, spiteful, but just use that that energy, that that anger. I like to say, uh, don't get angry, get better. So if something, if some, if you get angry, just take that as an opportunity to learn a new skill, learn editing, learn how to shoot. And if you're not your favorite, I'm not my favorite like cinematographer, but guess what? I'm handy. So if I want to shoot something. 
I know at least, okay, that looks ugly, that looks ugly, that looks ugly, that looks ugly. I move the camera or I move the actor until it looks, okay, that doesn't look so ugly. Action. So you just, you just, uh, that's my advice. I don't mean, again, easy for you to say, but if you really kind of practice not, and just kind of forget about uh, your vanity and, and just give yourself kindness and love and, and cultivate yourself and focus on the things that you do like, and jettison the things that you're not doing the way you like and just keep doing that that practice i think will build your confidence and build your skill set and just build you build the filmmaker so don't be focused on the films focus on the filmmaker practice being unstoppable that's my advice fuck yeah kenneth that's beautiful advice thank you for that thank you for sharing that thank you for sharing your soul even i love how like my pleasure. You're, you're making your friend's dream come true and everything uh, yeah, along see, your journey as well. Like, yeah, I, I enjoy people go, oh, you work for free. It's like, eh, I, I work. No, I, I want something more uh, precious. I want your friendship. <laughs> yeah. I just want to put this out there. If you need a random person to die in your next horror movie, you can give me a call. I'll fly out. That's my dream. All I always right. wanted to get murdered in a film. <laughs> Hey, I'll hold you. Don't be mad when I hold you to that. Yeah, I'm planting that seed. I'm planting that seed. <laughs> but uh, man, done, like, done, yeah. and done. I just, I just want to thank you for your time today. Uh, like thank I mentioned you. at the beginning, like uh, I'll definitely give you the raw copy of this recording. And uh, yeah, and and this was just such a fun talk. Like I could have talked to you for like five hours about just random things. But uh, thank you. Thank we made the show for guy for people like you who 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 get it. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's awesome. And and grats on the soon release to it too. And uh like I said too, we're gonna share share it like crazy and all that. But uh such a pleasure to meet you, Kenneth, and we'll keep in touch, man. Love it. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed that talk with Kenneth Louie. Like we mentioned, artists in agony. Hitman at the Coda Tea House is available July 21st on digital platforms. We'll remind you, we'll share the link. And around that, I just want to say this was a fun talk and I'm excited to see what Kenneth does next. And also, before we go, we got to thank all of you legends on the Patreon page who support the show, help me with some web hosting fees, editing software, payments, all that. And first up, biggest thanks to Mike Carniello of the Testing with Mike YouTube channel. Definitely something you should check out if you're into technology learning the inner workings and how to fix all that shit and also super huge thanks to amanda mcknight of top 10 nerd amanda also has her own personal youtube channel outside of top 10 nerd just google amanda mcknight amazing actress and host that will guide you through the world of all things that is nerdy yeah and thank you to the wonderful jenny potter the legend Devin McBride, Ryan frickin' Campbell, my favorite soul singer, Saber, and last but not least, Francis Coffer, aka my mom. If you want to shout out at the end of every episode and also get these episodes early, raw, uncut, right when I'm done the Zoom call, no edits, I just post it on the Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com slash the creative imbalance. It's only four bucks a month and you help your boy out and forever have my appreciation. And also you can go to bed at night, sleep soundly, 
knowing you're a badass motherfucker who supports raw, uncut, independent media, and nobody can take that from you. You hear me? With that being said, thanks again for listening. Like always, we got more for you around the corner. A couple huge episodes actually got derailed due to the actor strike, but um, my own selfishness aside and being like, damn, I really wanted to talk to this person. Um, I just want to say I'm with you guys and believe you should get what you deserve in fair treatment in your workspace. We were actually lined up to interview Ron Perlman, the legend. Um, and hopefully one day we can make that happen again. I was really excited about that one. All the best to everybody in that industry from actors to writers, directors, etc., etc. Much love and keep fighting the good fight. And with that being said, we got more episodes coming your way. I was your host, Sean Siriani, and I wish you a wonderful day or night or whenever the fuck you're listening to this. See ya!